I feel scammed. I feel ripped off. I feel robbed. I feel taken advantage of. And it has everything to do with Valentine's Day. The day of love has left me feeling victimized. Also, a story of why there are zip ties on airplanes. The most awful airline passenger on the planet has been revealed. I'll tell you all about him. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, February 9th. My name is Jeff Tyler. Today, I'm grateful for the belt. A belt, the belt that holds your pants up. And I'll tell you why. I have lost my favorite belt. Which I feel like for guys is the equivalent of like losing your favorite bra or something. Like it's comfortable. You know it. It's your go-to. It's the one you pick up every time, even though you probably have seven or eight belts. I I don't understand how an individual loses a belt. I could not tell you. I don't, I don't understand. I touch it twice a day. I touch Mm -hmm. it in the morning and I touch it at night. It never, even if I had occasion to take my pants off during the day, I am not separating my belt from my pants. So the I pants go with the belt, right? So I would have lost pants. As Are well. all of your pants accounted for? Yes. You're sure? Yeah. Okay. The pants that I wear, I truly wear. I have a rotation of three pairs of pants. I know. And that's why I ask, because I think they're the same brand, right? Like you just get what you like and then you rotate it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're different. I don't know what it's called. Finishes or washes or Mm -hmm. whatever. Because two of the pairs, two of the pants are are, uh, just jeans. And then there's a pair of khakis. I I don't understand. The only thing that Ellie must have taken it, which means we're blaming the two-year-old, which means we're going to find it. In her ball pit or something. Yeah, I was just thinking. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I wonder how. Um, but it makes you the upside, if you will, har har, is that you are now grateful for your belt. True. You love the belt. And you were realizing how much you didn't know what you had till it was gone. Right. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for super productive work days. I feel like I have been in Fuego all week. I. I have two things that I want to bring up quickly before we get into the meat of the show. Two, um, two tales. I actually think this is going to be a whole show of tales and random stories. Like this is going to be a good one. Okay. Um, well, okay. I have a couple things. Number one, thank you to everybody who responded to our email yesterday. Your emojis are hilarious that you sent. Um, And it's so funny to see people's personalities very clearly. Like all I know about, all I need to know about anybody is the number one emoji they use. And I know so much about them. Like, are you sweet? Are you salty? Are you in a, you know, yeah. (laughs) Mainly are you sweet or are you salty? Because some of them are really sassy and they're hilarious and I love it and I love you for it. Without looking, what do you think your number one emoji is? Oh, I know what it is. Okay. It's the um, smiling face with the hearts all around it. Okay. 
Are you sure? Mm -hmm. And number two would be the um, crying, laughing, but tilted to the side. Okay. I think that's my number one. I'm going to look now. I way overuse that and I got to reel it in. Uh, My number one is just a red heart. Oh, that's weird. That's not very expressive. No. And it doesn't make sense that it would be a red heart, but I don't think. But I I don't think that's accurate because I don't know that I ever use the straight red heart. Do you just not send emojis very often? I wonder if the straight red heart, I wonder if the emoji thing, I feel feel like we've discussed this before. I wonder if the emoji thing also takes into account when you just hold your finger down, you know, and then they pop up. Because I do use the red heart a lot to like messages. Mm -hmm. Maybe. You know, people leave messages. And then the the sideways laughing one is uh, number two. Number three for me is the shrug. Number four is the straight no emotion face. Oh, two hands up. I don't know. And then the last one is heartbroken. Like a heartbroken, which I I do use that a lot. Yeah. Because you use it about anything that's like kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So thank you to everybody who did that. Uh, Number two that I want to get into is the worst human being on the planet has been identified. And I'm sure you're thinking that this must be some horrific criminal, that this must be some uh, person who scams grandmothers out of their life savings. I'm sure you're thinking about this is that, that this is someone who pushes Girl Scouts down and steals their cookie money. No. The worst person on the planet was on an airplane flight. Okay. Uh, and was sitting next to a woman who shared this story on social media. She was minding her own business, kind of dozing off as one does on an airplane, mm-hmm. and feels something kind of touch her hand. Her hands are in her lap. Mm-hmm. Feels something kind of touch her hand, so she just brushes it off. Then she feels something actually touch her neck. And that's when she opened her eyes and realized the man next to her was clipping his fingernails <gasps> on an airplane with the door closed, 30 whatever thousand feet in the air. Oh, no. Why? Why? And why would you do that in your seat? Go to the bathroom. You have to do it that back. Go to the bathroom. Why wouldn't you do it anywhere else oh, that's not an airplane? My gosh, that is disgusting. You know how I feel about clipping fingernails. Yeah. So uh, the whole she told the whole story. Um she said, she, she said, uh, Hey, I just want to let you know in case I think she was, I think the first post she shared was before the issue was resolved. So she said, I just want to let you know, this might be my last social media post as a free woman. And then, uh, I feel like her, I, in her update, one of the flight attendants actually gave her a hug. Because it was that such an awful thing. That right there. The grossest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That is why they have zip ties on airplanes. Oh, 5,000 That person should be, you know what they should do? They should get to a safe altitude and they should zip tie that guy to the wing. It should be illegal. He should bang off the wing the whole way down to the ground. Oh my gosh. Okay. The second thing, or the third thing I guess that I want to bring up is I am so... Jeff feels like somebody pulled a fast one on him. And I feel defeated because I was so excited that this year, the year year 2023 was going to be the first time 
that Callie and I could celebrate Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day with a proper Valentine's night dinner because neither one of us has to get up at four the, in the morning. The buck crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. We so so I was excited about this, and I and months ago, a month ago, December six, six weeks ago, yeah. was it December? It was. I made a reservation for a Valentine's dinner. So romantic. Yeah. And a couple of days ago, the restaurant called me and said, hey, we're just confirming your reservation. And it's for two people on February 14th at 7 p.m. And I said, yes, indeed. And they said, great. We look forward to seeing you then. Just so you know, we are only serving, uh, what's it called? Pref- prefixed menu. Prefixed menu. Is that how you say it? That night. And I said, oh. Then they said, the price is $150 per person. Per person. To which I said, whoa. And then I said, well, where's the menu? Can we see the menu before Valentine's Day? And she said, we hope to have it posted to our website in a, in a few days. And I, okay. My issue, there. I have several issues with this. All of them, I think, are obvious. They should have announced that it was a fixed price menu before. But maybe they didn't think about it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new restaurant. Newer, right? It's, has it been even open? It's been two it's years. Like two maybe? years, yeah. Okay. So maybe this is only their first or second Valentine's Day. I am trying to be empathetic of people. I have so many friends in the restaurant industry. I want them to be able to, to make money and make good money for providing good service and good food. The problem is I picked this restaurant because Callie and I have made a commitment this year to stop going to the same six restaurants. Yes. We have our things and we have, if we want pizza, there's one pizza restaurant we go to. If there's Thai, we want, there's one Thai restaurant. If we want Italian, there's one Italian. Mm -hmm. Sushi, whatever. So we're trying to broaden our horizons. So I picked this restaurant because we had never been there before, but if it's a fixed price menu, if it's a preset menu, we don't get to really sample what they have. That's number one. Number two, Callie is trying to, to be really mindful of what she's eating because of all the fertility stuff. And what a waste of money if their offerings aren't compatible with what you're, what you want to eat. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. But maybe for, I don't know. And then you don't want to be that person who says, oh, hey, listen, I know that for dessert, you're offering really either. Red, I'm you're not right. really eating red meat right now. Right. So do you have a, yeah. Um, so I don't want to be that person. Also, number three, were we at number three? I don't know, but it's number, expensive. However, number it's three? so expensive. Like, I feel like you can't just spring on somebody. I mean, $150 a person, if they called and said like $150, like per couple or something. I'd be like, Oh, okay. That's expensive, but okay. It's Valentine's Day, whatever. whatever. Yeah. But that's $300 before before tip and before booze. Like we can't afford that. Right. That's so much money. I mean, yeah. If yes, if, if we had known about it ahead of time, then we could, then it was not worked into the budget. Yeah. Let's just say that. So, well, it feels like a scam. Like I would gladly pay big money for a fancy meal mm-hmm. on a special occasion mm-hmm. if I was in control of it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I'm in control of this. Yeah. So our choices are. Plus we haven't had like the greatest history of like 
with pre-fix menus. Yeah. Like any other time. Well, the one other time we've had a really expensive prefix menu. Remember we were telling it on the show a couple weeks ago. It, we didn't like one thing. We didn't like a third of the menu because they tried, they over fancied it. Oh, so fancy. We are just not, we, I like to think we're kind of fancy. We can be fancy, but do I choose to eat foie gras on a regular basis? I don't. I yeah. don't. Um, and I feel like, yeah. And I feel like the restaurants also need to, if, on on special occasion, fixed price menu nights, they, I feel like most restaurants try to fancy it up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they, they try to, it's not just, it's going to be. So not, maybe Valentine's Day is not our night. I know. That's you what know? we talked about. We t- We talked about doing. We're going to go out the night before. Doing Valentine's Day either on the 13th or the 15th. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, just a bummer because I planned Jeff it. Jeff was so excited. I was so prepared for it. You were proud. Yeah. You were excited. I was excited. I was proud of you. Yeah. It's not even, yeah. Okay. Let's switch to the crazy story that I read this week. I'm not even going to call it a crazy story. Pretend I didn't say that. Okay. To the interesting story that I read this week. And I would like to get your thoughts on it because I have very clear thoughts on it. Uh, It is a story about a woman and a man who went, they're married, a couple. They went on vacation. The woman is breastfeeding. So she has to pump, even if she's not feeding the baby, she has to pump because you have to relieve the pressure because it can be very painful if that doesn't like get out of your body. If you've ever seen a woman with a breast that is it's exploded. It's just messy. Okay. I don't know what that has to do with anything. The, the pressure just pops like a balloon. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's how it works, but so they're on vacation. She realizes that she forgot her pump to relieve like the pressure or whatever. Yeah. So her solution was to breastfeed her husband. Come on. This is made up, not made up. serious. And she's like, look, this is a team effort. I was in so much pain. This was, you know, I forgot my pump. This is what we had. Can I say something that I think sounds crass? Yeah. Can't you milk it like they do a cow? Well, I don't know because I am not a super experienced breastfeeder. You would think. But after, after Ellie was born. For a couple of months. So my question is. Yeah. That happens to us. Yeah. What are you saying? What do you mean? What am I saying? You're saying absolutely not. I just think there's. Not an option. No way. I don't think it's an. I think there's another solution. <laughs> I, do. I think. Yes. I do too. I was like. um, I am no. certain there is another solution. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm not judging what anybody's into, whatever you're into in your own house, you go on with your bad self. But that to me, I'm like, also, where are you that you don't have access to like, you know what I mean? Like I can't, did she like share, a drugstore? Was this shared on social media mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. were they, um, you know, at an Applebee's? Yeah, and no, it was shared on social media. So she told the story. She told the story and she was like, yeah, I mean, he was just taking one for the team. It's just what you do. I was like, Jeff would die. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That said, you are very inventive. So I feel like you would have MacGyvered something. I don't think it's hard to MacGyver something. 
I I don't think I I just think there's a lot of as you said whatever they're whatever they want to do they you know Godspeed you traveled your journey safely mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, but there's a there's a lot of other options. I, I do think. you remember the story? I feel like this is like one of the most talked about stories that people bring up when they see you from your radio days is the, the woman, the ninny, the ninny. I don't even remember the story, but I know the ninny and I know, uh, that people were upward by it and that people still mention it to me to bring up to you yeah. every day, a woman, not every day, but, uh, a woman who would still, she was in her twenties, I think. And she s- sought comfort when she was upset by doing that with her mom. Mm-hmm. She's in her twenties. Yeah. <laughs> so people had a field day with that one. Cozy earth knows the importance of being cozy at home, but they also know the unique feeling of being cozy in a hotel room in a different city. That's why for Valentine's day, they're giving away a chance to win a romantic getaway for two. You can pick your city. Rome, Paris, Hawaii, or Greece. True story. All you have to do is follow Cozy Earth on Instagram. Just go to C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H and look at their post from yesterday and do what it says in the caption. And you could be jetting off to be cozy in one of the most romantic cities in the world. Good luck. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What happens when you date a woman whose ex-boyfriend was a clown? I don't know, but you've got some big shoes to fill. One of the things that Jeff and I are um, getting excited about in the new year is cooking more at home. And we did kind of good at it at the end of last year, but this year we really want to amp it up and enjoy cooking and enjoy the whole process of cooking at home. So one of the things that we love are our caraway pans. Now I found caraway a while ago when I was looking to an alternative for nonstick cookware because I really didn't like all the chemicals that were getting into our food. And I came across caraway and they have the most beautiful bakeware and cookware. And I was a customer of theirs long before they were an advertiser. Their stuff is beautiful. You're going to love it. And it's easy to clean. The food like glides right off the plate. They're made without any toxic materials or hard to pronounce chemicals. And their ceramic coating naturally has a slick surface. So your food's going to glide right off and I love it. Plus they have a ton of amazing modern colors and it'll be a beautiful addition to your kitchen and get you excited about cooking again in this new year. Visit carawayhome.com slash the upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash the upside or use code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Are you one of those people who is just confused about life insurance, who just doesn't understand exactly what it is, how it works, but you know you need it, especially if you have a growing family? 
Well, I have a suggestion. Stop putting it off and finally get life insurance today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance in less than 10 minutes. Know this, it takes less than 10 minutes to apply, see your quote, and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered life insurance coverage instantly with no health exam required. And they've got a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you can cancel at any time if you don't love your experience with Fabric. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. M-E-E-T fabric, F-A-B-R-I-C dot com slash upside. Policies are issued by Western Southern Life Insurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Meet fabric.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. There is a woman on TikTok who makes recipes that she finds on gravestones, which I think is really neat, one. But two, I would have never, I have never seen a recipe on a tombstone. You mean carved into it? Yeah. I saw one. I remember um, it was a, a woman who... Uh, she either had a famous cookie recipe or a famous sauce recipe mm-hmm. and she would never tell anybody what it was. And when she died, she had a, her she's like, here it is. People carved it into the back of her grave marker. If I was the inventor of Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies, I would yeah. have that on my gravestone and be like, or if I invented Coke, you know, like the secret oh, the recipe secret to Coca-Cola, I'd be like, here you go. I am dead. I'm gracing you. I think you should do that. What's the other one? Um, isn't on your tombstone? I think it, you should pick a recipe, and I think you should have it on your on your tombstone. Isn't Kentucky Fried Chicken's breading famously? I don't know if this is true or not, but supposedly, the Kentucky Fried Chicken seasoning and mm-hmm. spices um, are are made by four different companies, and each company makes a third of it, right? Mm-hmm. So this company makes salt, onion powder, and whatever. This company puts garlic powder, whatever. And then it goes to one secret location where three of the four are blended together and then the fourth one is discarded. So nobody really knows. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, if, got it. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's, mm-hmm. I, th- that, I think that was. I love the secrecy. I'm totally into stuff like that. Like, like lifelong secrets and secret things that companies do and like, you know, secret societies. I don't know. It's all very exciting because I don't have any secrets really right. in my life. So I'm like, oh, somebody's in a secret society. What does it mean? I don't know. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing for today, Jeff Dollar, you are going to love this one. Girl named Juliet. She turns 18 and she goes to a Circle K and she's going to buy a lottery ticket. She won. She won $35 million. Oh, good for her. 18th birthday, first lottery ticket ever. It was $48 million Canadian dollars because she's from Canada. Her grandfather told her to go buy the ticket. She went and bought it. Bam! Millionaire. I, I wish I could bottle up all of those feelings of the things you get to do for the first time. 
Yeah. I, I wish I could remember specifically where I drove to the first time alone. You know? Yeah. And I wish I could remember the first time I bought a lottery ticket. I knew where first, I drove. First time I bought a legal beer. First time I rented a car. Mm -hmm. The first time I bought a lottery hotel ticket. Room. Hotel room. Is, is that 21 and up? 21. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, I remember the first rental car. I remember where I went as soon as I got my license. I, the first lottery ticket I ever bought wasn't until I was dating you. Really? Yeah. And it was like out of a machine. I've never asked anybody to pull numbers. I don't even know how you do it. Uh, no clue. Where did you drive the first time? To my best friend, Margo's house. Okay. I got my license. We came home and then I immediately drove to her house. Now we weren't allowed to like go drive around because Georgia at the time had just said, New law, you can't drive with anybody for six months. Like you can't have any passengers in your car for six months. Uh, but I just went over there and I'm like, I drove here, I drove here, I drove here. My okay. advice to you, if you happen to be listening to this podcast and you're in your teens, journal or take pictures or something, even the first time you go through the McDonald's drive-thru. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, look what I'm doing. The first time you buy a Coke at a drive-thru and you pay for it and you put it in your cup holder all by yourself with nobody in the car, it's just, it feels neat. Uh, your second random thing is uh, an 82-year-old woman was passed away at the nursing center where she lived. So they sent her to the funeral home. Ambulance came, put her in, took her to the funeral home. Um, and... Uh, uh, that's about one in the one thirty in the afternoon is when she got to the funeral home. Uh, about quarter after two, uh, they noticed that she was still alive. This is legit my biggest fear. So they put her back in an ambulance. They take her to the hospital. I I printed the story out on Tuesday, so um, they didn't have an update on her condition by then. But if you premature, there is a law in New York state that you can't declare someone dead who is not dead that applies exclusively to care homes. Like they, it, that that's who that they've, it's enough of an issue that they have had to say, okay, nursing homes, you can't do this or else it's a $10,000 fine, which seems really low. Okay. Cause what? that's a big mistake. That's a huge mistake. I what are people like, like, ah, they kind of look dead. Okay. Right. I feel like $10,000 should be the fine if you don't provide heating or air conditioning for 24 hours or do you know what I'm saying? Or they don't have hot water for a weekend. That's okay. That's $10,000 saying somebody's dead and shipping them to a funeral home, presumably in a closed environment, right? In a bag and probably letting their families know in a bag. Yeah. No, 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 no. That is worth more than $10,000. This is my thought. So I hope she's well. Your third random thing is about 73%. Boy, is she going to have a story when she gets back to the nursing? <gasps> oh, my gosh. You know what's really tragic about this story? You know how quickly they turn around those nursing homes? Oh, yeah. It's like we got someone moving in it, too. See you, Cheryl. They got a gurney going down the hall to the left, and they got somebody being pushed in a wheelchair from the right. Yes. To take over the apartment. So she's, if she. Homeless and formerly dead. Yeah, kind so of she's going to go back, and uh, I just can't wait to sit down on my own couch and eat my own Werther's Originals. It's in the trash. And then she's going to go in there, and her couch is gone, and somebody else is eating her Werther's. Yeah. <laughs> Your third random thing is 73% of workers have a work wife or a work husband. Have you ever had a work wife, Jeff Dollar? By traditional definition, I definitely have. I've always hated that phrase. It feels weird to me. It feels kind of creepy. Yeah. 
Um, Especially I, and when it, it feels awkward to use it. Like, I don't think I have one person that I can think of that I've worked with that. It was a guy. And like, we were the only two people that worked at a company where everybody was family. So we were the only two working in a non-family business. So naturally we were just like buddies, right? but I would feel awkward meeting his wife and, or meeting anybody and being like, Oh yeah, he's my work husband. Like I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that around him. Right. I just think it's weird. If his wife said, Oh, you're basically his work wife. I'd be like, oh yeah, ha, ha. but me saying it feels weird. Yeah. Um, but have you had that before? Oh yeah, I, th- I think almost everybody has. What do you think about this? 43% of people that have a work wife or husband say that they would be more likely to confide in them than their actual husband or wife. Um. Yeah, that, um, I think yes. it depends what it is. I think I have been um, an inordinate number of people's work husbands. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, you have a lot of female friends you have. Yeah. And I think, so I think a lot of times I would be in a situation where somebody would come in. I mean, I remember a specific, a specific situation where a woman I worked with would come into my office and shut the door and burst into tears and tell me what a jerk her husband was who I knew. And I would just say, oh, man, I'm sorry you're having such a tough day. Like they would get in a fight before work that day or whatever. What I was kind of praying about is, is there something that you have confided in when you had a work wife about our relationship that you wouldn't have told me? No, I don't think so. It's just the other way around. Like you've had people tell things they wouldn't tell their spouses. Uh, Good answer. I mean, well, no, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't put my hand in a Bible and swear to it. Yeah, I'm. Fairly certain, but I also don't, I don't know. I'm not a talker like that, I don't think. You're not. Yeah. 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 And those are your three random things. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. A valuable lesson was learned in the dollar house over the past 24 hours. And that lesson is if you accidentally damage one of your two-year-old's toys and have to throw it away, make sure that you throw it away either in the garage bin or you bury it far enough down the kitchen bin so that when you pop the lid to the kitchen bin to throw away some eggshells or something, the toddler doesn't see the broken toy and immediately want nothing else but that toy. Jeff may or may not have stepped on Ellie's firefighter hat, her little plastic thing that our local fire department gave Ellie. She loves that hat. Jeff stepped on it and it only takes, I mean, those things are like made of nothing. Like all it takes is you tripping once it's, it's a goner. Yeah. And so I threw it away thinking, Oh, surely we'll have more trash by tomorrow morning. And Ellie doesn't come in here a lot. Anyway, she won't see it. First thing she saw yesterday morning, I was like, Oh no. And I didn't even want to show it to her because it was damaged. So I had to distract her, but just a little, uh, little word of advice. If you got to throw something away in the presence of a toddler, Bury it. Hide it. Allie and Jeff. Hi, this is for, actually for Jeff Dollar. Jeff Dollar. I just wanted to say, try to give Callie some grace. I mean, she is willing to put her body through all kinds of stuff so that y'all can increase your family. 
And if that means that you have to tiptoe around her, then do it. That's all I got to say. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Nikki. I was just calling about the, the conversation about the hormones. Um, I haven't been through the type of, you know, hormones you're taking and everything, but I had the same reaction years ago on a medicine I was taking. It was just an antidepressant that they used to help people to try to quit smoking. And apparently I had the same reaction, like outwardly. I, I didn't know in my head I was acting any different, but finally one person sat me down and talked to me about it, and then I asked a couple other people around me, and they were like, yeah, you, you've been acting off-ragey. Um, unfortunately, sometimes it's a side effect. Okay, love y'all. Bye. Jeff, you are giving off serious virtue to Jeff is adversarial just for the sake of being adversarial. Bye. You are better than this. There's no hormone hostile where Kelly goes away. Um, and I don't think the men get off with a free pass and go have just do nothing and drink beer. We'll dote on your wife. We'll be grateful that she's going through all this. Another child for you. Smile sweetly and say, yes, Kelly, what else can I do? That is your job. That is your role. Understand the hormonal, chemical, physical, emotional, bodily changes that are happening within her on a cellular level, we're going to smile and say, yes, Kelly, I got you, Kelly. Not forever. Love you guys. Okay, y'all, good morning. I am listening to the episode on Wednesday, and I never stop the show and call right away, but I am today because I might be in the minority, but I think Jess deserves some credit here. Um, I'm a woman, obviously. I've been on thyroid medicine now for probably 10 years, and my husband to this day calls it my happy pill. So women who are on thyroid medication, you probably know what I'm talking about, but we all need to just own up to the fact that, yes, we are moody. I'm sorry, but we are, and we have hormones, and it bothers us at the time of the month, every month, but yes, it can mess with you, and I know it does, and I own up to it. So. I don't think Jeff's in hot water here. I think he's calling it like he sees it, but it's okay. Anyway, just wanted to give Jeff some credit there. Sorry, I might be in the minority, but I think, Jeff, you're okay. All right, y'all have a great day. Bye. This is your morning reminder that you're too high maintenance to go to prison. And also, you don't look good in orange. Some people get out early for good behavior, but let's be honest, that's not going to be you. So be nice to people today.